0: What's going on, everyone? Thank you for listening to the self Disruption Podcast. We give you the tools and insights to improve your lifelong learning, leadership, and innovation with the top minds in their fields today. Brought to you by SEAC, a global leader in lifelong learning and innovation. Check them out at seasiacenter.com. I've got all their details down in the show notes. I'm your host, Dana Blue, and in this episode, I talk with Marty Rosenheck. He's an expert in learning, and specifically, we talk about his expertise, which is defining mastery and developing high-level skills. Marty has been an e-learning entrepreneur. He recently had his company acquired by eLearning Brothers, where he's now working on developing content around the ideas of mastery. We take a dive into what it actually takes to develop a level of mastery at any given skill. And Marty explains how some of his research has helped define those areas. So sit back, relax, and let's get right into it. Marty, man, thank you for taking the time to talk to me and come on the podcast. Now, I know eLearning Brothers recently acquired your company, correct? Yeah, at the beginning
1: of the year, yes. and,
0: I mean that's really because you're an expert in, in learning from a business perspective.
1: Yeah, that's been basically my life's work. Figuring yep. out how to uh, how people develop skills and how people develop expertise and how to accelerate that process.
0: Now, yeah, let, let's talk a little bit about that because that okay. that's really interesting and the acceleration part of that is mm-hmm. is really interesting. Sure, but let's lay the the groundwork, the foundation. Okay. How do people learn in that that business bubble?
1: Well, the way people learn in business is the way people learn in any context. Uh, it's basically actually very simple. It's basically people learn by doing. Getting feedback on what they di- that they did and adjusting, mm-hmm. reflecting, and adjusting what they've done. That's a natural process. That's like that's how my daughter learned how to walk. Okay, she didn't learn by like taking a course on walking mm. or taking a you know uh, watching a video on it. You know, she learned by trying. Yep. You know, having a goal and trying it, getting feedback and coaching. You know, and help and support from us, and then and then trying again and, and making mistakes. And that's how you learn.
0: So doing, feedback, adjustment.
1: That's right that that cycle is a, a core cycle. And so that repeats at every level. I mean, uh paramecium learn that way, but also adults learn that way best as well. Mm. And so cuz what we do is we we learn through experience. That's how that's that's what happens. We have to work, do stuff and get feedback on that and and uh and adjust it. And so when we and it's not just being told stuff. That's not enough. The way people develop expertise and I studied how people develop ex- expertise mm. and uh, the difference between experts and novices, and the, that difference is that that experts novices have their their, their information organized like the book. Mm. It's not very helpful. Experts take the time; they say ten years or ten thousand hours, yeah. okay, to to reorganize that or, that that knowledge so that they can then use it to actually uh, apply it on the job, okay, in an effective way and really quickly do pa- pattern matching to do that.
0: So, what's the difference between someone who I sat down today and I learned how to play a couple chords on my ukulele, yeah. versus someone who's a, a master ukulele player and has put in that pra- that doing, right. feedback, and iteration over and over again to get to mastery.
1: Yeah, I mean, that the difference is, uh, you know, you have to take that time to do it. But the thing is, though, it's not only about time; it's really about experiences, and this is the, the key to the acceleration process. Okay. So it's not that it takes. A certain amount of time. It's that you have to have a certain variety of experiences. That and so what we need would do is we say you know give me your best expert. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see what you do and let's talk. And I talk with them about how how, how do you what are the situations you handle? Tell me all of them. And uh, they say oh well, it's an infinite number. So yeah. just try it. and organize them. And you can start seeing that there are a finite number of categories and you say okay here's the here's the types of situations that the expert handles now let's set up a systematic way for people to get those same experiences in a compressed format the reason it takes so long is cuz learning by doing in real life is very haphazard it takes a, you know you might you might not get the feedback you need you might not get the right experiences you need at the time but if you can if we can organize it in a very systematic way through simulations through on the job structured on the job mm-hmm. learning then we can really reduce that time significantly. We've had 50 percent reductions in time to proficiency.
0: Fifty percent. Up to fifty uh, percent. Yeah.
1: Wow. Be, because the, the process is generally very inefficient. If you make it efficient, you really can gain some you know gain a lot.
0: Now, I, I work a lot with entrepreneurs and you uh-huh. know a lot of entrepreneurs emulate successful entrepreneurs, CEOs of, of large companies or people who have had successful exits. Mm-hmm. What I'm hearing from you is that they shouldn't be trying to emulate the style of a successful entrepreneur or a successful leader they should try to emulate the experiences they've had and then learn from them
1: right i mean and find ways to do it in a safe environment you know what? Yeah. you know you've got to minimize the number of times you have to fail but you know in a big way but you can fail in small ways and learn from those things mm. and then, and uh, so yes i mean What someone else does, reading a book or watching someone, that modeling, that's helpful as a start. But, but, you know, you're not going to learn fly a plane by watch some, watching somebody fly a plane. you, know, yeah. <laughs> you got to actually practice doing it. We were, were
0: joking the other day right? Yeah. If, uh, your, your pilot said that they uh, this is their first uh, ever hour flight but don't worry, they've, they've studied uh, quite a few courses. That's right. you are be and nervous. They,
1: and they got an A on the test, right? It's yeah. the multiple choice, choice test. Yeah, really. Do, would you really want to get on that plane?
0: <laughs> Prepare uh, for takeoff.
1: But that's a lot of the training in organizations. You have formal courses where just information is presented or an online uh, course that's just basically informational um, some, some working with it and then take a test, and just because you take it, you can pass a test, doesn't mean you can do the real thing. So
0: how do we flip that in a business pers- perspective, where you're perhaps trying to train an entire workforce from yeah. course from a book and a test to right. an experience and one step closer to proficiency?
1: Well, that's that's the challenge, right? And yeah. the, and what's interesting is that. We have the capabilities, and technology can help us with that. So that's the other side of what I look at: is how can we use technology to support the process? So what's the ideal learning process for the trades? It was for many, many years. It's it was it's an apprenticeship, where you're doing, you're getting feedback from mentor, mm-hmm. you're in a community of practice. But the problem, the reason we don't do that so much, in, except in certain areas, is because it's not scalable. It's, it's not. Just, you don't have a master right there. But what's interesting is that with technology, and we've, for example, we've built a tool called the Trek Learning Experience Manager that actually manages and tracks that on the John process and the coaching process. and makes it distributed using technology, cloud-based technology, um, mobile. I mm. mean, you can have that expert, that expert now, that master who uh, can be across the world and giving you feedback on what you're doing. So. It, we're actually, it's a kind of exciting time because we're at the point where we can take the best of apprenticeship and make it scalable and trackable and mm-hmm. tie it to results, really.
0: Now, a lot of, I, I've thought about this quite a bit myself because I work with a lot of young entrepreneurs who, mm-hmm. who are just coming into their first startup or maybe their second. And I, I've never really looked at it as an entrep- as a apprenticeship as mm-hmm. much as like mentoring. But when you look at it from the apprenticeship model, and you think back to like I have friends who are electricians or plumbers who did apprenticeships a lot of those early years were doing the the grunt work in the apprenticeship and just kind of earning their their place whereas in, in a training scenario you kind of you don't have the bandwidth to do that to people like hey just grind for two years and then you'll learn you know you have to you have to start making I, I would assume and you you can speak to this that you have to start making progress right away
1: Right, and if you want someone to – to right, that's why it takes such a long time because you're just doing the grunt work mm-hmm. and you're not getting the right experiences and it takes a long time before you're able to get them. So that's where having some kind of design and structure that says, okay, here are the key experiences you need to have. Let's make sure you get them yeah. one way or another. It could be a simulation. It could be – you know, it doesn't have to be the real thing all the time, but th- some way you're experiencing a trying stuff. That's the way you do it. And So that – when you're talking about the, the key thing in, in learning in organizations – is basically turn it upside down instead of presenting the traditional ways present information give them a lot of information maybe have them practice a little bit and test them turn around give them a real case situation to to work on okay a a problem to solve a challenge it could be online it could be real and then give them the information they need at the teachable moment at the moment they say oh what do i need to do here Hmm, now i'm really motivated to get that information i'm going to use it right away if we use it you know Lose it, which is mm. to use a technical term, yeah. and uh, a technical, a technical term. term, yeah. And then, uh, and then, most importantly, though, when you give people that information at the teachable moment, when they're actually using it to p- applying it to a problem, you're making a link, a mental link between that information and how it's used to solve the problem. Mm-hmm. And that's the difference between experts and novices.
0: That's that's deep. <laughs> now we've only got about a minute left yeah. here, Marty. So I want to ask you one last question as a takeaway sure. for sure. the audience. Mm-hmm someone who's out there now trying to learn a new skill or trying to improve themselves, Mm -hmm. how do they apply the do-it feedback and iterate model that you talked about on their own in their day-to-day life today?
1: You just got to start trying it. You know, that's how you ride a bicycle. You got to start... Trying it and getting feedback. Now, I'd also hopefully find some people who can give you feedback, who yeah. can, get, can help you find somebody who can be a mentor to you if you can, and because you need that. You can do a lot on your own, but eventually you need to get somebody who can really give you some, get that feedback. It could be peers, hmm. and so. But mainly, s- just reading about stuff is okay, but then start doing, practicing, get out there and do stuff.
0: Do it. Just do it. Take just action. It. Yep. Get feedback.
1: Right. And improve. Right, which is the whole thing about that's. That's entrepreneurship also, right? So, yeah. You know, fail fast and learn. Fail forward. Fail forward.
0: Right. Awesome, Larry. Thank Thanks. you so much, man. Oh, you're welcome. Bye. You've been listening to the self Disruption Podcast, brought to you by SEAC. To find amazing resources on lifelong learning, leadership, and innovation, you can check them out at SEAsiaCenter.com, as well as their links in the show notes. And for more great conversations like this one, you can find our archive at selfdisruptionpodcast.com.